What is up everyone, welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan, this is your host Dan. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget also that we have a YouTube page in which you can watch all of these amazing episodes. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. If you're having a great day, keep having it. And if you're having not a very good day, hope my episode helps you here. Remember, every day is a beautiful day because you exist. So, without further more, let's get started. Rachel, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good as well. I mean, Sunday morning, so what a better way to spend a good, a good, a good morning talking about arts, movies, you know, with a cool person like you. you know, <laughs> how can you ask? You know what I mean? Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. So, welcome to the show. It is so cool and I'm to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. Now, yeah. before we start, I have to give you a proper, you know, proper welcome for someone <laughs> as awesome as you. If you have seen some of my episodes before, you know exactly what I'm about to do. If not, that's fine. Uh, let me show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love, love. <laughs> Amazing, I know, right? Yeah. There we what? go. <laughs> there we go. That's the spirit. So, starting with everything here, tell me. How your acting career started? Uh, well, I, I think acting careers start a bunch of times. Like I think, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it started when I first got into an acting class, and then I feel like it started again when I first got a role in a play, and and then when you first, you know, when I first moved to um, the East Coast and, mm -hmm. and working there, or less, you know, the first time you get something in film. So it feels like. There's a lot of firsts and a lot of starts, and um, I think there's always a feeling when you're an actor that there's like something else, some other level that you want to get to. Um, but like the actual very, very first thing I did was take an acting class, and I was there. Yeah. Perfect. And at first, when you were recently started, what kept you going to continue growing your career? Because it, I mean, it happens to all of us, right? Whenever we're starting something, at mm -hmm. first it just not very i mean it gets super discouraged you know it's not very happy yeah. you know what i mean so what kept you going i think just love for it and just always feeling like i'm always learning and growing and um that can also be frustrating sometimes you're like oh i know so much more now i wish i could go back and do that job before um but that's also what's exciting about it is that it's always um there's always more to learn and to do and i just i love doing it That's perfect. That's perfect. So, in 2003, you were in Straight Away. <laughs> so, was that like one of your first projects? And what are some of the things that you learned, you know, from those first experience to start to start to be like, oh, I got it. So I got this, you know, like what, like what, what are the things that you learned? Um, I love that you mentioned that. That is my first IMDb credit that I got, um, and it was actually a student film, a short film. Um, okay. With incredible writer and director and cast my friend Graham Sibley is also in it um, and fun fact an actor named Chili Bowles uh, he actually helped write the story as well um, and I learned a lot on that it was one of my first um, roles on camera and it's so different than the theater stuff that I had oh, until then and I learned um, Uh, about like the stamina it takes to be to keep going and and stay you know in an emotional and vulnerable place even when you're shooting it was a night shoot and it was very cold 
you know, all, just all the technical things um, on set. Uh, and it was very challenging, but I think it turned out great. And it was also one of my first times that I realized um, a really specific type that I play. Yeah. Uh, is like a lady who seems to have it all together, but she's really falling apart on the inside. And, yeah. and it was a character who was like secretly drinking. And it was just like a lot of stuff of like, oh, wow, this is kind of a little niche of mine. I liked it. Perfect, perfect. So later on, you were in huge. Now, tell me, like, what are some of the things you usually do to, uh, to prepare a character? I mean, I understand, of course, that it depends on the role, basically. But what are, let's say, like, what are some of the first steps that you usually do to kind of create this, like, this story for the character? Or, or where does she, I mean, where does she came from? Or where, you know, like, all of those emotions that the character you need to kind of set up, like, prepare? Like, what usually uh, sets you to start? That's a good question. That character actually on Huge um, was pregnant um, and hugely pregnant. And I was newly pregnant and okay. not really very much. And I um, I felt like in order to be more um, in line with where she was emotionally, um, I, I needed to kind of physically pad myself. Like I wore a pillow, I put a pillow under my <laughs> clothes so that it was because it wasn't showing, my belly wasn't showing very much. So I wanted it to be really big. Yeah. Because certain kind of vulnerability that comes with that mm. stage of pregnancy totally. and just the emotions are, and the hormones and everything is just so wild. And so sometimes, you know, you have to work from the outside in and say, what what is this character physically? And for me, it was that. And you go, you know, you have to wear a pregnant belly if you go on a pregnant audition. But for me, it helps to kind of feel that literally and figuratively the weight of the situation yeah okay okay and like when you're on the process you know when, when you're like on this process to, uh, just to create the character what do you think is one of the important things to make it relatable i think um transparency just mm. be open and allowing um things to be seen because even if someone is going through something that that we judge as being bad or ugly or um, shameful in some way, we can see that and mm -hmm. see what they're going for, through. We can usually relate to any situation. I think there's, I don't know the exact age, but I think psychologists say by like age seven, you've experienced every emotion that there is, you know, like we've, we yeah. all understand everything basically. So. Yeah, totally, totally we are open and showing what we're going through, then um, the audience and, and the camera sees it. Perfect. Yeah, because we all want that character, you know, we, we all want that character in which uh, we can, we can, we can totally be like, I can totally see that character walking on the street. You know what I mean? We can, I can mm -hmm. totally see the character, like talking with that character. And, and it's really cool whenever, uh, whenever, well, you, you as an actor create this, yeah this this thing this connection you know even though that is for a movie or for a tv show you create this connection with a character and make it relatable it, it, it's a so cool yeah thanks yeah it's great now you were i mean later on you were in uh, parks and recreation heart mm -hmm. Dixie, the fresh beat band parenthood the golden age monday i mean the list goes on and on of course but tell me like what are some of the things that you usually do before shooting a scene, you know, do you have like, um, 
Yeah, do you have like let's say like a like a ritual or something like that? You know what I mean? Because for example, some some might say I listen to music before, or depending on the scene, I'm gonna choose a playlist, you know, to listen to it so I can set the mood on. And like, what is? But for you in this case, what are yeah like one thing that you that you usually do? Yeah, I think it de it varies depending on the job, and often you know, especially if it's like a one day job where you're just showing up and getting to do like one day on set where everybody it's everybody else it's kind of like their day-to-day -day job their grind you know so for you it's super special and for them it's kind of like another day at work um and i think just kind of trying to be present and mm -hmm. trying to enjoy it as much as possible um the the rituals of you know going through it the hair and makeup totally. process very relaxing and yeah i would definitely use music if it was a very emotional scene um, if it's a comedic scene, um, I would probably just be rehearsing and improvising and playing with it, you know, in my trailer. Sometimes no. it's a long time to wait before you shoot. Um, but yeah, I think um, every set is different and you just kind of have to be present and aware of what you're going through. I had an experience recently where I all of a sudden felt very nervous and I don't usually get nervous on set. It's just like, well, I've got the job, I'm going to do it. And just kind of like processing and being aware of what's going on in your body so then you don't show up to set just like completely shut down, like yeah. panic. Um, but yeah, it's different every time. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. I mean, we all have those those moments, right? We, I mean that even though that we have done the, you know, like done this, done the same thing over and over, there's always a moment in which you're like, oh, you know, you're like something's wrong here. You know what I mean? It is so fucked up. Yeah, I think in that case, um, it was the character that I was playing was very um, coming from a place of fear and very closed down, and it was an aspect of her that I hadn't really thought about consciously until my yeah. body was kind of doing it for me, and I was like, what? What is this? Yeah. Um, kind of cool. Creativity. So cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So then later on, you were in Kiss Me Gordon, Mob City, the right of the right to a right life, killer party, St. George, Big Two Graves, Two Pro Girls, um, Big Time in Hollywood, special post, uh, Burning Wonder Years. I mean, again, list goes on and on. But tell me, <laughs> what do you think, like for a project, either for a movie or a TV show or even a play sometimes? What do you think it's, yeah, like one of the most important things or an important aspect for storytelling? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Killer Party is actually a movie that we made, my husband and I and a bunch of our friends. Um, and so I kind of got to be in on all the different aspects of storytelling for that, um, from casting to wardrobe and fundraising and, and all that stuff to put it together. Mm. <clears throat> And I think, yeah, just having a, having real clarity about the story that you're telling, if you are the storyteller. Mm -hmm. Usually as actors, we are part of telling the story. And um, so, and we're often a small part of it or we're often serving someone else in the story who has like a more of an arc. Um, if you've ever listened to Audrey Moore's podcast, she has a podcast called Audrey Helps Actors. Okay. And she, she has several episodes about story and about how we can approach it as actors. Um, and she's just very 
crisp and clear about um, knowing like, you know, sometimes you're just there to move the story along or sometimes you're there to show a certain aspect of one okay. of the stuff like that and um you know in college you learn to break down you know a whole script you know something by ibsen or shakespeare and you you know the classics and you're you can break everything down story-wise and script-wise and then you have to still be able to apply those skills to a one-line part or a commercial or you know the character that only shows up here and there um uh those skills yeah the no having the entire story in mind and then knowing where you fit in it being okay. clear about it okay wow that's so cool so <laughs> again later on you were in more projects i mean you're killing it here basically um <laughs> you were in speechless Bur uh, bear city three classes miss great news wild honey stop the bleeding will natives single parents but i wonder like what are some of the different things that say or or like what are the differences between a set for a movie mm -hmm. and the set for a tv show uh you know i've, I've done much more tv than film um mm -hmm. and i have limited experience to speak from but the films i've done have been so different from each other um you know i did Bear City 3, we were out, you know, on a campground where we were living all together for like three weeks, you know, mm -hmm. out in the Poconos, um, which was like amazing. It was so relaxing and we were all so bonded and we, you know, we were playing family and we felt like family. Um, then, you know, for Bombshell, it was like they're filming, you know, they've got several um, crews, you know, they're filming in different locations and I'm going to like the one, you know, where my scene is and it, it felt very big and it was a you know a big beautiful wedding scene out in uh, a garden but like the crew was big and everything about it was like rich and you know impressive and stuff um and then i've done you know no budget or very low budget films that felt like you know you're just playing with your friends in the sandbox yeah, so of course. gamut and i think with tv um because it's usually an ongoing thing or to be that you know when i was on two broke girls that was like they're like a machine they do you know they do a new episode every week and they have such a great thorough process they go through that feels like theater where you're you know you're all reading together and then you rehearse together and then there's a big performance in front of an audience but then there's other shows that don't have a live audience and they're you know just kind of slotting in these characters into these scenes as they go along. It's all very organized and um, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe TV feels more like a, a long-term thing and film feels more like we're just doing this now. It feels okay. like, okay. Uh, I don't know what the word would be, insulated or something. Okay, interesting. So that in 2020, You were in American Horror Story. That's awesome. And can you tell me a little bit about, yeah, about the, the performance you did and also what are some of the things that you enjoyed about being in that show? Oh, I got to watch Sandra Bernhardt act for like 16 hours. So that was amazing. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, and I had a small comedic role, as, you know, a cult worshiper. <laughs> um, okay. And... So I got to, you know, do comedy, which is always fun. I know on that show, there's a lot of drama too. 
um, and I, they had a, it was a very big and well organized, uh, well orchestrated rather scene that took place in this kind of like cult. Um, you know, everybody had robes, and it was like a church, and uh, and there was just so much action going on in different points. And I think if I was watching it at home and hadn't been a part of it, I would think, well, they set up this part, and they filmed that, and then they set up this part over here, and then they filmed that. No, they went for it. They went for like the full experience. They had everybody. Wow working together at the same time, the characters coming in the back, having a scene while these characters up here were, you know, of course the camera was focusing on different parts at different times, but it was impressive to me that it was all happening at once. It was very cool. That's so cool. And I, and yeah. I bet also like the level, like, yeah, like being surrounded with, I mean, the fact that they were like doing multiple scenes at the same time must have been also kind of breathtaking, right? To see like, they're doing this, 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 and that. I mean, what a, I mean, such a talented, talented team to be able to make that happen you know what i mean yeah very impressive so cool and this year you were in shameless tell me also about about your experience in the show oh it was just dreamy from beginning to end it was definitely um uh a nail biter there for a while because it kept getting postponed because of covid totally. uh but then we were finally able to go to set and i you know my scenes were all with William H. Macy and he's just like it's just like having a master class in acting he's so amazing to watch and he's just so relaxed and normal and chatting you know when we're when we were not working and um, just lovely and the show is so great so funny and touching and heartwarming and um, yeah I just got to witness a lot of great actors and um, uh, Shanola Hampton was directing, which was awesome. Uh, she was so supportive and encouraging and lovely. And it was great because you usually see her on screen, but to get to see her working, you know, this other aspect of her creativity was really inspiring. That's amazing. And like, what advice, what advice could you give to those who are, you know, recently started acting? Um, I would give the advice to, um, just if money allows, be in an acting class, be in an improv class, um, find like-minded people to make things together. Uh, and if it's like TikTok and YouTube kind of stuff or, you know, putting on a play, I know right now it's hard because of, um, you know, that pesky pandemic. But um, yeah. there's a lot of great classes and improv classes and stuff online. And just, you know, what do you do? If you love it, be doing it. Even if, even if you just like memorize a poem and then film yourself saying it and just see like, oh, totally. what about that? What worked about that? Totally. That's amazing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there are so there, there there is so much content online. For mm -hmm. example, my show. You know, it's mm -hmm. basically like a manual of acting. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a yeah, I mean, we're just self-promoting here. Why not, right? So. Yeah. What inspired you to do the show? Okay. So. Okay. So what happened was that, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to short short as as much as I can. So what happened was that before this, I used to have you know typical office job, nine to five, well paid, uh, as you can see, uh, but uh, it was good. But the thing was that at first I loved it, but later on I started to hate it. 
And mm. the reason why is because I just, I mean, I was just getting so frustrated that they were giving, that, that some people were taking some very awful decisions. And I was like, why? Mm. You know, like, mm. why would you take this decision that is going to ruin everything for a while? Like, who's in charge of this? Like, who put you in charge? You know, like all of this type of things that I, um, that I was just like wondering like why this is happening you know so that kind of started me to you know to to started to uh to uh to hate it because for example uh in this place that I worked they were saying like oh we are the best we are we care for we care for each other we don't mean no harm to everybody and then when I saw people that they were firing them they were treating them worse than you know what I mean and I was yes. like why are you being so hypocrites all of that so all of those type of those type of things started to piss me off and then COVID, COVID came and they sent us home and then the stress multiplied. I mean, they were like constantly harassing us. They were like sending you messages every time, like calling you, like, oh, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? Like if the internet went off for one minute, where were, they were like already calling you like, what is it? And you know, like, and, and, and all of that, I started to hate it even more and even more and even more. And then I just got fed up. At some point I was like, I just, I can't, I mean, I can't continue doing this, you know. I mean, uh, I do believe that, uh, like, that we be, that we come to this world for something, and I'm super sure that this is not the reason why I came to this world. I mean, this is not something that I that I see myself doing for 20, 30, 40 years. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, this is this is not life. And regardless that it was well paid, I just didn't like it, you know. And like my family were like, "What are you crazy? I mean, if you leave this job, you're gonna, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, but." At what cost, you know? If I continue doing this, I'm gonna die in my 30s at some point because yeah. of a heart attack or something like that because I was either smoking too much, barely eating and barely sleeping. It was horrible. So yes. then one day uh, while cleaning, you know, cleaning, cleaning my room, I found this notebook. And like back in the day, I used to wrote all type of ideas. So I would write, I would write it and I would leave it on the, and I would leave it on the notebook because well, I'm a very hyperactive person. So I mm -hmm. constantly have new ideas and if I don't write it, it's all it, it's gone and then a new one comes you know mm -hmm. so, so then i do I, a section on my phone i'm always like i gotta get it in the notes section otherwise totally 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 <laughs> so then so then while checking the notebook there was uh there was like a yeah there was uh like a like a section there in which i was saying like to create something to create uh um, like a yeah to create like a podcast and i was like a podcast okay but about what you know i mean i i can't I can't do a, I can't do a podcast on something that I don't know a thing. I mean, that was like my first idea. But then on YouTube, I saw this guy who interviews actors, but special, but special, but only actors on video games. So, so voice actors, motion capture, all of that, right? So when I saw him and he was like interviewing this uh, this actor, and he was so happy and laughing and everything was, you know, the vibe was really cool. I was like. If he can do that, I, I can do it too. Yeah. So, so then I started like, okay, maybe I should start kind of doing the same. You know, maybe I could interview actors for 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 video games. It's my page at first was more more in towards the whole video game thing. So yeah. uh, so then I was pitching the idea like, okay, uh, like how how am I gonna do it? Like uh, how is it gonna be? You know. And on the process of doing that, then. Uh, Thursday, I believe, or Wednesday or, or Thursday, something like that. I was like, okay, I got the idea. It's time to send messages. So I started to to, to, uh, to like send messages here and there, and uh, and that was I think on Thursday. And then on a Friday, uh, they fired me in this place that I used to work. Yeah. 
they on a Thursday they were like, hey, we need you to we need to go to the office because you know there is like some training, and I was like training, yeah yeah there is just some training here, and I was like, okay, and at first I was like something's up because mm-hmm. this is not normal, but I was like okay, so I went there and everything was normal, and then they called me uh, to the HR offices, and then they were like, yeah you know what I mean we just we just uh, we just um, um, we just found out that you what ended up happening basically was. Uh, in this job that I had, I used to, there was like, it was not on my contract, but I was like, they would, they put me another assignment in which I need to, um, to talk with people. It was a transport company. So I used to, um, so the, so the, so, so, so the, the thing was to basically talk, talk to the driver, you know, to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, like giving like safety messages and all of that. Anyway. So what ended up happening is that because I was so frustrated and so annoying and so annoyed of all of the whole situation. I'm normally the type of person that works super fast, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, on that case, I missed. I missed a couple, and I put on report that I called them, but I missed them there. So then, what happened is that my supervisor was like, since I was in constant argument with my supervisor, when he saw that, he was like, "I got it." So with that, it was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah. So so with that, um, yeah. So then they uh, they told me like, just sign this thing, and then you and then you know. Uh, nothing's gonna happen, you know. We got you here, and the moment I signed it, my resignation right, right next. Time. I was like, "You mother!" And I was like, "Yeah, they, 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 they got me yeah. there." So of course, I didn't sign. I left super angry. I left the building uh, super angry, and then the moment, I, the moment I, I'm walking out, there's this actress, uh, and she replied the message, and like literally, the moment that I'm walking out, she was like, "I love the idea. Let's make it happen." And that's how that's how basically I I uh, I. Uh, I started and uh, and it's been amazing. I mean, um, but then, so, but then I was, but, but yeah. So on, on the process, then okay, so I got voice actors here for video games. But then I realized that why not interview all types of actors? And then I was like, why not interview musicians, uh, musicians, uh, producers, writers, directors, athletes, like all of all of all of all of the talented people who are doing their dreams. I do think that they that that they that they inspire and why not and like if you want to be an actor or if you want to play guitar or if you want to you know if you want to do whatever you want to do what better way to start knowing from someone who is actually doing it you know what i mean and also life is too short life is too short and i and after this whole situation with this with this crappy job uh and the way that and the way that that they treated me i was like okay so so what? So you're gonna work in this company for what? For a couple of years, but the moment they don't, but the moment they don't like you, or if the supervisor don't likes you, or somebody on top doesn't like you, they're gonna find something to get you out of it, and they fired you. They left you in the streets, and then what? You know, you spend all of your, you spend a couple of years there, and you know, like what is the legacy you leave? Like what is the message you leave? So I was yeah. like, okay, so maybe 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 the podcast is is a career now, and I've been. You know, of course, that uh, I've been doing this for six months, and uh, there's like a lot of things that I need to learn, of course. But it's well, well like one of the new things that I like is that uh, from the first episode to this one, uh, I've I've seen that there's like a like a like a growth, you know, either on the graphics or in the or in the editing for the for, for the videos or the editing for the podcast or like promoting stuff like that, and it's cool because if you see the first images for the first episode, they were horrendous. Uh, <laughs> But it's part of the process, right? So. Yeah, it's all growth and learning. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And as I said, it's really cool and it's inspiring. And uh, it's inspiring. So I mean, it's it is it is really cool the fact that 
that that with this podcast what i'm trying to show is that you don't have to have this amazing uh last name on your name or this connections you know or or this amount of money you know that everybody everybody can do whatever they want but of course there's a process here right because uh for some people might say yeah i want to be an actor but i got paid the bills and, and that's like yeah that's fine you can got a temporary job pay bills and on your free time you go you go to an acting school or you or you start to see you know like there are so many things that you can make things happen and i've been learning that too because i found uh recently a temporary job which is fine they you know pay the bills which is good but you know it's work so in the morning it's work and then on, and then on the afternoon evening it's this work so it's work 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 but it's possible you know it's possible yes. and if you love it you will always find time to do it so yeah that's awesome yeah thank you thanks for having me so no, thank you so much for accepting here i mean what better as i said before i mean it is really cool to speak with someone who is actually doing things and as and as i was you know doing the whole research and so you rest i mean it's all all of the credits here i was like she's killing it you know she's really a rockstar here and that's really cool and 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 i'm super sure that a lot of people sees you as an inspiration or at least they rely on you and be like if she can do it i can do it too and that is kind of the message that that we should spread that everybody can do whatever they want but life yes. is too short so you know and it doesn't matter what you want unless as long as it is what makes you happy mm-hmm. yeah i teach a i teach a commercial acting class at stankersh studios mm. uh, so if any if any of your uh, listeners want to learn more about acting or specifically commercial acting i do a lot of commercials and it's all on zoom so um yeah there's just like I just I really do believe that anyone can do it and everyone should do it. I'm like I think we need you. I think we need your voice Dan in the podcast world and I think we need people who are drawn to acting to do it. I think yeah, I think you're right. You're drawn to it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I said, I think we all okay, I mean we all come to this world for doing something, but it's up to us to discover what's that something. You know, I mean it's not going to be for free like this is your path. go take it to block right. you know with love they would be like that but it's okay yeah. we got to find it for ourselves yeah. yeah yeah totally but uh but yeah and tell me like if you could describe your career at the moment on a movie tv show or book what would be the title of it um i <laughs> i don't i i'm not very clever with these kind of things i uh, the movie i thought of was you can count on me with mm. Laura Linney and Matthew Broderick and Mark Ruffalo and um yeah just I'm just ready for all of it I, you know I'm I'm here and I'm ready for all the the shows and the films and commercials and I think I'm a a, a good reliable actor <laughs> Perfect love it I love that That's amazing and if you could describe your career also but on a drink which <laughs> one would you pick Um well I'm from Sonoma, so um I would probably choose like a nice sparkling bubbly okay. Sonoma. There you go. There you go. It's nice. I like that. I like that. That's cool. That's cool. And you know, like what motivates you? You know, we are, we all have we all have those days in which we feel like crap basically. You know, we just uh, ask ourselves, what the hell are we doing? Did we chose the right career? Uh, am I wasting my time? nobody likes what i do uh, i don't get i don't get like more like more you know like more awesome projects what is wrong with me is there something wrong with me? you know like all of yeah. those toxic thoughts that basically broke that 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 basically break you but 
what makes you to go out of those toxic stuff and be and be on like you know what I just do this because I love it you know yeah well I have a great therapist that's um, perfect that was also just knowing that that's part of it and that we all feel that way there's an image on social media that everybody's motivated all the time and inspired and stuff and it's like no we're all we all like recommit ourselves to acting or our art all the time you know and i always joke that when you hear people doing like an acceptance speech or something and they go oh i was about to quit acting and then i got this role it's like yeah we're all always a Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You renew your vows to acting all the yeah. time. So it's it's tough, but that that's part of it, and that's also part of just the human condition. You know, I think in any career or in any art, that's what people are going through, and you have that and that experience, even if it's like painful to you, you have that to bring to the stories that you're telling and the characters that you get cast in. Totally, totally. Wow. You know, I I always said that they that that therapy that everybody should take therapy at some point. Yes. <laughs> uh, therapy is it is cool. It is. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it is. It is the place. Everybody should yeah. take. It. I mean, if you're watching this right now, after you're watching, go to therapy. Yeah, I haven't. I've never even met my therapist in person. It's all been online during COVID. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, any great. Wow. And like my last question here, Rachel, is what can we expect from you in the future? Because, well, I mean, New, New Year is, I mean, New Year is, you know, right next to the corner. So what can we expect from you in the future? Oh, just, you know, to be in every movie and every show is what you can expect from me. There you go. There you go. Uh, actual projects I have lined up. I'm uh, going to be on the new show called From Scratch, Zoe Saldana's new show. That'll be on Netflix. And also... Promised Land, which takes place in Sonoma and stars John Ortiz, who's an amazing actor, incredible theater guy. Um, and that will be on ABC. I believe it starts in March. That is perfect. I mean, at the end of the day, what can I say, Rachel? Your career is really cool. The fact <laughs> that you have accomplished so many things, it is impressive. I'm super, I'm super sure. And I've said it with all of the amazing actors that I've interviewed, that we're going to hear from all of you at some point. And we're going to see you everywhere. You know, we're going to see you. <laughs> on yeah. everywhere basically i mean From you will god's ears <laughs> yeah, of course i mean we're everywhere like literally everywhere even if i'm on the highway and there's like you know like those signs or something i will see i'm just yeah. sure that i will see you uh everywhere because it is really cool what you do but also the fact that you were real on it and that is one of the things that i do appreciate uh with actors is that the when you are honest with your acting and when you are and when you're doing the best you can not because of the money but because you like it you know and you get and you get it in, uh, involved in into all of this awesome thing that's really cool and yes. uh and you deserve all of the all of the epicness and all the shout outs because it is it is, it is awesome and um and also i want to thank those who are watching this right now i mean thank you so much but if you're watching this later on youtube or listening on spotify or apple music make sure that you're following rachel normally what i would say is super simple you will put pause and you will leave a like subscribe follow you know it helps me a lot that would be amazing and then it's holiday so who wants to be healthy nobody right so go eat a cookie two or three five the whole box why not um and then once you're full and you can't move then that's the right moment that you're gonna grab your phone and you're gonna follow rachel You're gonna leave a million likes. You're gonna make sure that that everybody knows. You know, share it with friends, family, with everybody. You know, and then come back. 
And uh, and again, Rachel, thank you so much for being here. And before I send you off, I need to send you properly. So. <laughs> and you know, Colleen Foy is on here. You should get her interviewed as well. She's an amazing actor. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that happens. Awesome. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, Colleen. I'll be I'll be sending I'll be sending you a message soon. Count on that. Um, but yeah. So. What can I say? Keep killing it. Happy Thank holidays. You. And keeping awesome. And I'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.